Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan the crypto hipster, where I bring you the crypto corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, executives all around the world in crypto and blockchain. And uh, today I have a very interesting guest to kick things off and tell you it's going to be one of a kind. Um, his name is Craig Curtis. He is the founder of Bali Coin and Bali TV. Uh, Craig, welcome to the show today. Uh, how you doing? Thanks a lot for having me, man. Oh, you're very welcome. And I say it's one of a kind because um, actually um, it's going to we're going to talk about a little bit about Litecoin. Uh, I've interviewed David Schwartz in the past, who was the founder of the, or the you know, director of Litecoin Foundation, but none of the other people in the Litecoin network. So this is going to be good. Um, so let me kick things off and ask you first, what is the what is your background and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Well, it, I think it is because uh, my. my uh, in 1994, 95, I had a computer company, which uh, I was doing a uh, buy on demand, kind of like Dell and Gateway 2000 back then. So I've always been in the, like, uh, a big advocate of the technology field. And uh, from then on, I've owned uh, record company, restaurants and uh, nightclubs and uh, anything that was on the entrepreneur side. And uh, my, my last uh, big endeavors, was I have a real estate investment company also. So. That's, that that take care of the entrepreneur side of, of things, and uh, like I said before, I've always been involved in technology since the early nineties. Great. Um, so, so let's find out what it is all about. What's what's Bali Coin all about, and Bali TV, and your long term vision? Okay. Well, Bully Coin uh, is actually derived from a from a nickname uh, that my grandfather gave me a long time ago when I was a kid. He used to call me Bully. So I decided to dedicate uh, the companies in, uh, in honor of his name. Uh, Bully Coin is really the driving force behind Bully's TV. Bully's TV is a live streaming uh, video gaming content creator uh, web app that we came up with. And uh, it's up and running now. We have a working MVP. If you look at it, it has eSports. It has, it's really like a gambling site on the, on the gaming side for gamers. And what I mean by that is like, uh, say, for instance, uh, Jamila, you had uh, a few games that you knew and you wanted to uh, have them to play against my team. Uh, they would, they would, they would in turn gamble. We would gamble against each other with the bully coin uh, token. Uh, every player that's playing the game gets paid a percentage off every bet that's placed on it. So say, for instance, we, we bet $100 that uh, my team is going to win. You bet $100. The player we have, we have up to 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 percent that we can pay the player of the uh, of the the gross profit. So we also have side bets. So now you have other people that can bet on these games as well. So the player gets paid off of those side bets as well. The most the player can get paid is 50 percent. So whatever we agree upon, or whatever the side bet is agree upon, the players get a percentage of that as well. Uh, and also since uh, since you know the um, cryptocurrency market is kind of volatile. What we did is whenever the bet is placed at whatever amount the booty coin is trading at that point, it's you're locked in at that point. So whether the booty coin goes up or goes down, you don't have to worry about that. So you have uh, the option to cash out after the match or you can just 
put it back into your account and hold. So I think that was something that was that was very unique that we gave uh, to to the you know to the competitors and to the betters to uh, to give us an edge. It's the only uh, site like that right now uh, that's out there. And uh, for us on the uh, the content creator side, we just really want to build an organic, uh, tough crowd that's going to come along with us. And what we're doing, uh, we're offering all of the different uh, pay skills like YouTube. Um, um, what else is out there? Patreon, uh, um, any of the any of the paid subscriptions on any of the different platforms you can think of, you can do it all at one at, at uh, Booty TV. So you don't have to jump around and be on YouTube and advertising your Patreon or advertising uh, uh, something else because you have a choice with all those different pay uh, pay uh, programs in the same uh, same platform. So we're offering all that, and that's going to be an advantage of. For us with uh bullies tv as well and uh that's what we're looking forward to doing right now and that's where we're at that sounds great yeah i i led i, I ran a fantasy football league this year and i told everybody to buy in's 100 and bitcoin's not going to go down from there um but it did luckily i won my league so i was able to cover the drop <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. it's good that you lock it in um so um you did something very very interesting with uh bully coin um and that is that you forked litecoin i've never heard of that i've heard of bitcoin forks of course but um what made you choose litecoin to fork because litecoin was a fork of bitcoin you know bitcoin is like a slow a slower network this is the first network that was developed so uh, Litecoin was uh, was a lot faster. And by us forking Litecoin, we, we were able to be faster than Litecoin. So that's what uh, that's what made me go that route. And I've always been an uh, advocate of uh, why create the wheel when uh, it's already there. You don't have to do anything new. You don't hear many people say that Litecoin's it is faster. You don't hear many people say it. So that <laughs> you're very you're knowledgeable. That's good. That's good. Um. You know, there have been some recent enhancements to Litecoin, too, including Mimblewimble, uh, and then from a merged mining perspective, Dogecoin, right? How do these enhancements help you to build out your platform? Well, I think, I think Mimblewimble is very, uh, very good because when you think about uh, cryptocurrency, that was the whole idea behind it was for the privacy in the first place. Some kind of way, you know, the blockchain, we kind of got away from it uh and i think it's a good way to go so i'm just i'm really interested just to see how it works you know uh, it's most definitely something that we're going to try to get involved in because like i said i mean that's, that's the whole purpose of it for the privacy got it so um you are and i have to bring this up first i was going to ask a little later on but i'm going I'm to ask about it now um and you don't hear too much about this either this exchange you are listed on white bit um half a year ago a friend of mine came to me and asked me hey hey jamil how do i buy hoge and i'm like what's a hoge and it's, not, it's hard to keep up with all the cryptocurrencies right yeah. and I said, can you find can you find how to get it for me so i, I discovered white bit right obscure um what made you choose to be listed on white bit because white bit is one of the few exchanges that really do a lot of listing for like uh like you said like the smaller the smaller currencies so I wanted to, uh, get, you know, get on white bit. Uh, I've been on there for a year now. 
And we just had our first year anniversary. I wanted to get on there and just get my feet wet and get a, a whole grasp of things before I went to a bigger exchange. Uh, white dude was listed in uh, the, the top 40 on a CMC coin market cap. So I wanted to get in not too high, but not too low and get some experience. And once we got our experience and, and, and see how the trading uh, really works, now we want to go ahead and get in like uh, some of the top four exchanges in the top 20 on a CMC coin market cap. Yeah, so I want to ask you. I want to ask you, what's your path forward, and how do you plan on getting into for the top exchanges? Well, right right now we're raising funds uh, to help us uh, achieve this goal. Our our, uh, our, our goal right now uh, for short term in the first six months we want to raise one point five million, and that'll help us get a uh, you know for for a good exchange that'll help us with liquidity of the booty coin. It'll help us with uh, some market making, and it also help us with a lot of advertising. Because now it's just time to really get out there, Jamil, and let's get a a real big community and a real big push going behind the bully coin now. Uh, Bullies TV is expected to be up and running within the next four to six months. Uh, it, it may be a little early, but I I, I rather uh, uh, under promise and over uh, produce. So uh, I'll just say six months, and. Uh, and that's going to pay, that's going to help us as well because as I said, Booty Coin is the native uh, currency that's being used on Booty's TV. So that's going to help build a community. That's going to help circulate the coin. That's going to be our ecosystem too as well. And I do want to talk about the ecosystem before I do. You know, uh, for people who don't know, you know, WhiteBit is registered in Hong Kong, but if you go to half, if you go to LinkedIn, half the team is in the Ukraine. And I got to ask about that. Do you have concerns about that exchange's um, long-term sustainability? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Um, I think they're doing a good job so far. We just got to see how it goes. And, that, you know, that's another thing why, you know, it's, it's better to be on as many exchanges as possible. So, you know, that's 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 the whole thing now is uh, just getting on as many exchanges as possible. So we don't have to worry about any exchange uh, going out or anything happening because we can balance it off. So that's our main goal right now, just to get out there and get on many exchanges as possible. That sounds good. Um, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, so um, you don't hear too much also about some of the uh, streaming of some of the, you know, small niche platforms outside of like the major things like YouTube and library. You know, so what sets Bowley TV apart, you know, and why should people use it and what benefits of using the niche um, streaming um, would they be able to um, witness? Uh, we're going back to the way that it all started, man. We're going to allow the creators to have more control of their content without flagging a whole lot of things as long as everything is uh, above board and uh, very respectful. Uh, the other thing is, is this. The creative side is built for the content creators. We're going to pay them more, man. We're going to give them what they deserve. It doesn't make sense for us to take a bigger share when we can take a little, a, a little piece, and we can get a lot off a of volume. So we're going to kind of like use the Walmart thing into the live streaming with the content creators, man. We're just going to take a little bit to get them the bulk of it. So that, that'll help bring a, a lot of creators over, man, because that's what they're doing it for, man, to to, uh, to get paid for their work. Okay um that makes sense now i know you said you had uh, going back to one of the first things you said you said you had a background in building and uh, creating and managing building up a nightclub right yeah how can how can your experience doing that and that's not an easy job <laughs> so 
How can your experience doing that help with the with building out your your network and your community? Because I'm doing the nightclubs, man. I learned a lot about promotion and advertising. That's the main thing when you're dealing with nightclubs. And as I said, on the technology side, by me having the uh, the computer company, uh, it allowed me to really get involved in the technology space and get an understanding for it, so uh, things wouldn't be as difficult. That's kind of what made this uh, this journey. Uh, worthwhile because I've been working on this since 2017. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of it or not. So this is just not something that's just happened overnight. Like this has been a, a, a real process, and we finally got on exchange, as I said, in uh, 2021 with uh, with Whitebeard. So this has been something ongoing for a long time, and we have a good team of developers, man, and we're just taking our time and we're trying to, you know, provide something that's going to be here for a long time, not just something to fly by night. You and I entered crypto around the same time. So I, I know what it's like to not be able to have an overnight success, but build something over time. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I want to ask you about that. Um, you know, as, you know, a lot of people have and people don't really acknowledge it or talk about it too much with the slow build entrepreneurship, you know, what have been your greatest challenges and what have you learned since you entered the space? <laughs> Good question. Great question. My greatest challenge is when I first started was finding developers, man. Finding people that's going to be dedicated, finding people that's going to say, that's going to do what they say they can do. I mean, I can go back to horror stories, man. It's, it took a long time to develop a good team. I, my first six months, I mean, it was, it was, it, it would have made you want to quit, man. I mean, you know, you have developers buying to you, uh, like they can do what they say they can do. The process is, the progress is not there. You're checking in and start just to feel like it's not going to happen. But if you just continue to keep searching and continue to keep interviewing people and continue to keep giving people uh, opportunities, eventually you'll find the right people. And once you find really like one good developer, he can bring on other good developers because it seems like other, one, a good developer always knows another good developer. So that's how I built my team. And that was the backbone of my team. It's always been a developer. I, in my first year, I spent $100,000 on marketing and got no returns. So I hear you. Man, I'm a half a million into this myself right now. Yeah. Um, there's emotional, there's emotional things to learn too, right? So what did, what, what did you learn emotionally as an entrepreneur going through this? Persistence, um, determination. And, and the other thing is don't ever let anybody else uh, put their expectations on you. Like when you're sharing your vision or you're sharing your dream with someone and they say, well, they don't think that's going to work or they don't, you know, they, they don't believe in it. Like, I mean, come on, let's think about it. Five years ago, telling someone I'm going to start my own cryptocurrency, I'm going to be on an exchange trading, we're going to be in uh, different countries. I mean, that sounds foreign. Someone would just tell you this is not going to happen. So if I would have believed that back then, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be on this actual podcast talking to you right now. So, I mean, you can't let anybody else put the expectations on you, man. Whatever you believe in, I'd rather go out to what I believe in and, 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 and keep failing and keep failing until I get it right. Do not take the leap at all. Because I think that's the most, uh, the most dangerous thing you can do to yourself is not live out your dream and don't take the chance. Because I don't ever want to sit back and wonder, what if? When you first entered this space, did anybody, like your friends or whatever, get together and try to encourage you collectively not to do it? You, you know what I did? Since I, I have a, a, 
long history of uh, entrepreneurship. I learned a long time ago just not to share my vision or my dreams with people. So what I did, I told you know the closest people around that I was working on something, but I never told them what it was. I didn't tell anybody what it was until I had a working MVP of uh, Bullies TV. And actually, in 2018, I did my first trade show. We were in uh, New Jersey, uh, Atlantic City, and we did a, a, a block a block exchange, a blockchain uh, trade show. Right, I actually won that trade show, and that's when I kind of started telling people about it because I. Uh, I ain't the deal with a with a Fox Network through a production company, but we were doing a show called Exploring the Block. So that was our that was our first thing, and that's when I kind of started telling everyone. That's when everyone kind of started believing because they seen. That's when I started getting my my first group of investors as well. <laughs> I was on that show too. <laughs> so, okay, so you know Vince. Yeah, uh, I was I was on the Asset Token team back then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was that was that's cool. Okay, so um, you also said um, that Bullies TV, Bullies TV is in the video gaming space, right? You know, um, and are you do you have any plans to you know look at you know the NFT or metaverse space as well? And um, you know, what do you think about the future of those two sectors? You know what? There's so much going on right now. There's so many different directions to go. I mean, you're hearing NFT everything right now. And it's like, before I really jump into the NFT space, I mean, I'm more concerned about expanding Bully Coin right now. You know, before I start jumping around and doing other things, and I'm still looking into the metaverse, and we're, we're going to take a look at those things and see how we can make them work. But right now, my main concern is Bully's TV and Bully Coin. And, you know, that's, 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 that's where we're at right now. So. We're going to see how that goes, and then we'll see once that foundation is built and solid, then we'll see what happens with the NFT world and uh, the metaverse. That's good. Sounds good. Um, I mentioned that because right now there's been a trend um, of the small retails got, got guys you know, getting drowned out or kicked out or thrown out or replaced in the industry by institutions. And... Any institutional calls that I've been on, people are congratulating themselves for getting rid of the retail guys. And I'm like, I don't like that. So as more institutional adoption happens, how do the smaller players like you, like me, like some other small players not get drowned out? And what lessons can we take to build, continue to build? I mean, the biggest thing between the big guys and the small guys like us, if you if you want to call it, call it that, Jamila, is that, the bigger guys have more capital, so when you have more capital, you have more time. You have uh, a lot of chances to uh, to to make mistakes and recover. That's what I learned. Like doing this on my own is like if you don't have a lot of capital, you don't have room for a lot of mistakes. The more capital you have, the more mistakes you can make. And you can recover. So the biggest thing that we have to do is we have to get a lot. We have to get more capital, and we have to build a a, a loyal following. We have to build a good community. A good organic community, you know. Then, then you don't have anything to worry about. True. And how do you do that? You got to talk. You got to be one on one with the customer. Sometimes we think that being a little guy is a disadvantage, but it's actually uh it's actually an advantage if we use it the right way because we can be more personal with our customers. You know, when you're dealing with the big retail guys, they're not gonna they're not gonna reach out. They're gonna care about each customer the way that we're gonna care about each customer, each each person in our community. They're not gonna interact the way that we're gonna interact with our community. More one more one on one time, more building stronger relationships and 
individual focus. Yeah, more visibility. You know, more visibility. I mean, when you go to my Telegram, it's not just uh, the, the Telegram uh, person answering your, your, your Telegram. I'm on there as well. So you don't never know when I may say something, interact with you. That's true. That's true. I'm on. A, I'm part of a. Uh, I'm a node operator for a group of us who have like 30 people so far, and they they do a lot more chanting on Telegram than me, but I'm part of it. I feel like I'm included. So, what are the chances of us seeing you at the, whenever this is going to be? I don't know when it's going to be. The next Litecoin Summit. That's another thing that we're going to start doing too. Is uh, start getting the name out there more, like going to a lot of the summits. Even if I'm not there, it'd be some representative there. Because I don't really like to do a lot of traveling like that. So what I'll do is always whatever city or whatever uh, country that is in, we'll have someone there to represent Bully Corn, and we'll have a booth, and you we'll have people there. We just, it's it's time for that now. That's part of what we're raising capital for now. It's time to really get out into the crypto space and let the world know that we're here now. Now that we worked out all the kinks, we have everything running the way that we wanted to run, and we understand everything, and we understand the goal and our vision and where we're going. Now it's time to let the world know. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, I hope to be there in the next couple of years. So, um, you know, if I build something, that's great. So, um, yeah, thank you. I want to. I want to thank you very much um, for your time today. This I has been a great it. conversation. And uh, we'll have one last question. Okay. Um, it's, it's this: How can people find out more information about you, about what you do, about Bully Coin, at Bully TV? How can they start to, you know, learn more and, and get involved? The first thing I would encourage everyone to do is to go to uh, bootycoin.com. Uh, also, uh, I have a book that uh, we, uh, that I wrote that is, explains everything that bootycoin is. What about you know how to protect your bootycoins and all that? And it's really for like the, the early beginners, the people that's 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 really not familiar with crypto. Because I, if you really look at the market right now, Jamil, we have a long way to go, man. It's a lot of people that's really not involved in crypto. Crypto is very, a very, very small space right now. So that's another thing that I wanted to mention that our goal is to get the newcomers, not the people that are already been around and have a great, great understanding because they're all, they already have their mindset. We want to get the newcomers and make it easier for them. Like, even when it comes to the live streaming, you asked me about that. And it's like YouTube has a core base right now. And all the other streaming companies have a core base. So we want to get the new guys. We want to get the new guys that's coming to create content who's just getting involved in it. And we want to take those guys and bring those guys to our platform and pay those guys a lot and make them long. Okay, now I now, now I have another question. <laughs> so okay, um okay. it's good, it's good, it's good. I've written a few books, I've had no readers. Um okay. I've been trying to focus on the newcomers, consumer guides, right? um and so how do you get how do you get those newcomers to look past all the the false and dis and misinformation narratives that have been thrown out there by the media and say okay you know what let me embrace this now um how do you how do you get through that barrier the only thing i can tell you jamil is, is, is just to do what you say you're going to do man and be there always be seen just do what you say you're going to do and over time you have a proven track record. That's the only thing you can do. So, I mean, anything that's involved in the world is always going to be good and bad. So all you can do is keep your word, have your company, have integrity, and just do what you say you're going to do. And like I said, under-promise and over-deliver, man. Under-promise, over-deliver. 
That sounds that sounds like a great plan. Um, and maybe maybe you'll be on four exchanges, but maybe you'll be on twenty. <laughs> so awesome, awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. You too, as well. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.